It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Uh, it, it's interesting because what the Republicans will say tonight, they'll try to draw attention to that uncommitted vote, which in many ways is is a vote, is an expression vote. It's trying to send a message to a president that they still believe in, but they're looking to express themselves, which is democracy at its finest. But when you look at the Republican side, right, there is no one with a pulse who believed that Nikki Haley could win tonight. And nonetheless, nearly one third of voters came out to vote against Donald Trump. What did I say? I said no matter what the result is, Michigan, it's going to be Biden. Can you have, do you have the air raid siren ready? Biden bad. <laughs> Biden doomed. Democrats in disarray. Trump victorious. Dominant. I was able to go to bed early and could complete my Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. I've oh. watched all seven of them now. Okay. Thanks for asking. Oh, good. Yeah. Lots yeah. of running. He does run in all of them. He does. Well, he looks good running. He's very fast. Yes, he is. And he runs like... Yeah. Yeah. Very committed. Okay. So, speaking of uncommitted voters... Nice. I know. I didn't even have to watch the coverage. I was like, okay, so... Biden got 81% of the vote. He crushed his nearest uh, competitor, Marion Williamson, by 78 points, and Dean Phillips by 79 points. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, but we're in disarray. Yes. All right. The uh, Where am I? Do I have it in front of me? 13% yeah. was the um, uncommitted, uncommitted uh-huh. vote, which, uh, you know, again, it, Chris, I was saying yesterday that, you know, Jody and I are sick of the, what do we call it? The calm down paternalism yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> that sometimes men have shown, even our liberal allies have showed us about Roe v. Wade and uh-huh. IVF and whatever. So I don't want to, you know, you you talk about having, uh, you know, Palestinian friends or uh-huh. it, it that it, I don't want to do that to them. Like, oh, they're there, calm down, you'll come around in November because right. I know that just pisses people right. off right. more, well, and, you, you know, know, because it's emotional because some have relatives there or whatever. Right. Right. I Did because you just I think call it's them po- over emotional, Stephanie. She will get yeah. accused of that. <laughs> I've already been on Twitter where people so they're not listening because we have Malcolm Nance on they don't like his opinion of the Middle East something something we're insensitive to genocide yeah, uh-huh. oh and you're a Hamas sympathizer right and clearly because you're wearing a mask well yes yes Chris is a very uh, he's a very thoughtful boy he is because he has a cold he does not have COVID but he's wearing but feeling better today but wearing a mask uh-huh. to protect his co-worker. I don't have the constant faucet coming out of my nose. Yeah, that, that was gross. gross. That, that was gross, gross yesterday. And wearing a mask. Oh, by the way, right. someone tweeted, uh, oh, I like when Chris is sick because Stephanie, Stephanie's nice to him. That's true. I'm always nice to this <laughs> hole. I don't know. He's mean to me. Oh, my God. When we were trying on dresses, I remember Chris going, lace makes you look old. <laughs> oh, my God. You would not believe the amount of mean things he says to me when he's feeling well. Thank God he's not feeling well today. Was I right? <laughs> <laughs> Some people think I look lovely. In I lace. used to wear lace when I was in my twenties. Okay. Yeah. So what? It was a nineties thing or thirties. Yeah. How old am I? Twenties. I was. You in know, my once 20s. I pick something fashion-wise, I stick with it. You I do. stuck with those vests. At a girl through the whole nineties. Wow. <laughs> wow. And the whole seventies, eleven billion first, what you call it, iterations of sexy liberal. I stuck with that lace 
Did you wear a vest and every? I pull it out of my cold, dead, bloody hands. Did you wear a vest every single night? Of yes. The I don't know. We decided that was my look. I, it was oh, ridiculous. I you needed know. something else. I know. I know. I needed a Jody Hamilton oh, in my life. You needed to point out that you were a lesbian. <laughs> it was a, a bright arrow. Yes, I'm a, a lesbian, arrow. but I'm not out yet. Right. Gay, don't look. Gay, gay. Oh, it's, the, it's, the, it's the fashion air raid yeah. siren. You and Ellen DeGeneres. And Ricky Martin and Barry Manilow. Oh, dear. Ayala uh-huh. on Twitter says, The turnout for Biden was huge. The uncommitted push only succeeded in getting more Democrats out mm-hmm. to vote for Biden when most would have stayed home in a race that is already over. Um, you know, and a lot of people commenting on the media coverage, as I mentioned. Uh, Lindy Lee said, Media, if you're going to report about the uncommitted vote in Michigan, report that... Uh, 13% is uh, uncommitted, historically normal. We were talking, we'd forgotten about the protest vote against Obama Obama because of drones. Oh, by the way, I need my apology music. The Stephanie Miller Show wishes to apologize. We misspoke yesterday about 1968. Uh, Humphrey won the nomination. It was the McCarthy voters that stayed home because he was considered the anti-war candidate and so they were anyway but i just was having talking to cliff schechter about oh, our conventions in chicago <laughs> i could just flashbacks to 1968 and you know what people are going to do in november to protest war but you know in this case as we keep saying jody this is not joe biden's war no, he didn't I, start it and yes i am sensitive to genocide i feel awful about it i say it every day i don't but you know it, it's We'll talk, you know, Cliff Schechter, I thought, had some really thoughtful points about mm-hmm. this. And I didn't realize he had lost someone on October 7th, an Israeli relative. So, you know, there's a lot of emotion on all sides of this. But, you know, I was thinking about 9-11. If people had called on us to, to do a ceasefire in Afghanistan, you're killing too many civilians. And and they didn't even have hostage. They killed 3,000 3, Americans, but they didn't have hostages. Like, I just don't know what we do about the fact that they're holding all these hostage, hostages. And it... So I hope the president's right. We ha- oh, do we have him? Yes. Did he have ice cream in hand? Ice cream in hand, yes. Which one? Talking about... Uh, uh, I hope, four. Yeah, four. four. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I hope well, this is true. My security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. We're not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. Wow. I hope That so would be too. amazing. It's up to Nick. Anyway, yeah. Lindy Lee said uh, 13% is historically normal. We were saying Obama got that one on, of course, to win Michigan and the presidency. Again, every year, this year, I think, is going to be different than every other year. You know, what is that thing they say on the... I'm going to get it wrong. Yeah, you are. Sue in Rockville, what is it where we say, why is this night different than all other nights? Hanukkah? I believe so. Anyway... <laughs> Ask me how my Rosh Hashanah was. How was it? Show show good. Okay, that's I do that joke every year, but that's not the point, Chris. Is the it, point is, is Rosh, how is this year different than every other year? Because isn't it just, Lent? Yeah. Didn't Lent just start? L- Lent just started. How is it? No, it's the, that's a <laughs> say it a <laughs> seder. Okay, listen. My point is, this year is going to be different than every other year. We have never been confronted with an election year like this. So anyway, Lindy says, uh, 13% uncommitted, historically normal. Report that Trump underperformed again. Report that attempts to stop Biden failed. Report that Biden continues to overperform. Stop carrying water for MAGA. Um, Matt Dowd said, if you're disappointed in the coverage of Michigan Democratic primaries, I am. Keep in mind, 11% of voters in the 2012 Dem primary voted uncommitted. Uh, Obama ended up winning Michigan in the fall by more than uh, 450,000 votes. Um, And Lindy just said the media industrial complex craves a horse race, so the Biden doom and gloom narrative will likely continue into the foreseeable future. That's what I figured is, you know, we might as well just strap in. Like us whining about it. 
which we do, which I exist to do. <laughs> Apparently, he's not going to change it, right? They just, they're, they're, it's like they're genetically incapable. And by the way, so here we go into probably another Republican-led shutdown. Ooh, I heard it was got a little Lord of the Flies in that meeting for a little tiny, teeny, tiny Mike Johnson. Mm-hmm. Well, for, from what I understand, there are two shutdowns looming. Right. There's Friday and then next Friday. Friday. Uh-huh. Listen to me, Baker. Put the candle back before you speak. You want me to not participate today? Yes, I do want you to participate. I'm just going to talk She's to you like this. She's being mean to you now. No, I'm mean. just going to talk to you like this. Oh, you're so. being mean. Put the candle back. Be nice to me. Okay. I'm sick. Be nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Go ahead. <laughs> well, there are two shutdowns coming. Uh, Friday shutdown yeah. only shuts down like four agents. Yeah, yeah. partial shutdown. And right. And then the other one is the bigger is, one. Is next Friday, and that's the big yeah. one. So. I mean, here's the problem they were saying that even Mitch McConnell was beating up on mm-hmm. Mike Johnson. I mean, they see what a what a political loser this is for them, that the public sees what's happening. Right. I saw Mike Johnson yesterday going, it's this border and we have to do that first. The border is, a what did he call it yesterday? An emergency, a catastrophe. I'm like, oh, really? So the, you can explain again why you just, I think the public gets that they're the ones that Finally. just voted against the border security bill. It's, right. it's like it's a catastrophe. It's an emergency that can wait. Till Donald Trump is president. Right, right. I mean, we see you, you shady mother... Oh. Anyway, but my point is they were saying, like, he knows that if he does put it on the floor, it'll pass. It will. And he'll probably lose his... He'll get vacated. Yeah. He'll lose his uh, speakership like a crusty old bowel. He'll get vacated. Because they didn't change the rule when right. he got... But this, here's the problem with with Speaker God Warrior, is Speaker Moses. If you think God made you speaker... He's not going to, like, there's, he feels like he can't do anything to lose the speakership because God made him speaker. I mean, that's. Point of order. I don't think he yes. considers himself Moses because that's Old Testament. Oh. Yeah. No, but he did I mention that. <sighs> he mentioned being Moses in a speech. I'm surprised oh, yeah. because oh, yeah. he's old. That's Old Testament. And oh, don't. a lot of cr- yeah. Christians quote the Old Testament versus the New Testament. Yes. Leviticus is their friend. Yeah, I'm told every time his wife uh, got her period, she'd be he'd be like, "I parted the Red Sea." Should I just go? Should yes. I see myself? Yeah, oh, you yeah. should see yourself. Where's put the on, cane? Yeah, put on a vest. I need to buy a giant. <laughs> Today, cane. today's out of the gate will feature primarily <laughs> Jody and a masked Chris. Yeah, great. <laughs> As I depart the studio. What is out of the gate, Stephanie? Listen to me very carefully. What is out of the gate? Oh, out of the gate is my opening rant every day. It's this, th- oh, the, oh, the emptying of the craw Where every day. And it? that's completely free Where can you and commercial it? free. I don't know. <laughs> StephanieMiller.com, perhaps, or your favorite no, podcast. wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, there you go. But, but it's inside your Stephanie Miller happy hour feed. Even better. Why do I feel, I feel like this is a- He's the gimp in the basement. I really do. I did not put the ball gag in Chris Lavoie in my basement. He did it to himself. Poor Chris. Poor Chris. Poor, Chris. Poor little seller. Aww. Okay. I feel like he's like searching for the safe word. Ms. Rahi. Ms. Rahi. Always Ms. Rahi. Ms. Rahi. We know that. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Someone's like, my safe word is stop. <laughs> okay. Where were we? Uh, well, it's the season. Oh, and also Happy Hour is the best interview of the day. Yes. Also completely uh, commercial free. free. You can find it. And free. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Free. Free. Okay. Well, you were saying commercial free. It, it, we have a couple commercials in it. Oh, pardon me. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's I'm free. thinking of the Stephcast, yes, which is commercial free, right. the entire show available any, every day uh, for an unbelievably low price. You can listen anytime you want. Exactly. Okay. 
I should not do my own plugs because yeah. I don't really have any information really about any of this. No. Mm-mm. No. You're, you're, All just right. a, you're just a figurehead. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I have JoJo from Jurors who tweeted, uh, the same Republicans telling folks uh, if and how they can get pregnant, forcing them to stay pregnant, barring them from getting divorced while pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's happening in mm-hmm. one state. Yeah. And denying them uh, life-saving medical care because they're pregnant, uh, burn masks during the pandemic because it was, quote, government overreach. Thank you. Thank you for pointing out the giant. Okay. Right-wing hypocrites. She tweeted how much fun she's had on the show, and I said, you were a big, giant ball of love and light and fun. And she is. We adore you. Okay. It's Man Meat Wednesday. Yeah. Speaking of people we adore, we have Bob Seska, Malcolm Nance, and Carlos Sells Rocky. Yep. Uh, oh, I have a whole uh, Robert De Niro quote to get Carlos going oh, today. Boy. We may make him De Niro the whole third hour. All right. <laughs> <laughs> More than our share of the nattering nabobs of negativism. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. <laughs> Stephanie Miller. Yes. Stephanie Miller. Thank you, Jody Hamilton, has uh, read me my uh, Twitter reviews mm-hmm. for my Mike Johnson period. Yes, I, I, do Party the Red Sea joke. Does yes. someone laughed out loud? Yeah, they said I laughed. It was uh, Sagan's Demon, a.k.a. Cassandra. Uh-huh. Uh, I laughed out loud at the parting of the Red Sea, Mike uh-huh. Johnson joke. Thank you. Steph, give that writer a raise. I think I will. I shall pat myself on the back. Hey, Chris, <laughs> who says female comics doing period humor isn't still relevant? I'm going to go get one of my 80s vests and I'm going to make a brick wall behind me. We're back at evening at the improv. We have a brick wall in the other room. Oh, we do. <laughs> All because of leaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's been uh, scraped down to the studs again because of. Uh, <coughs> yeah. yeah, I, bet, I bet you have an 80s vest upstairs. I do. Oh, I have, oh I'm going to go get some. I'm going to oh. go get some, and I'm going to do period jokes all morning. Good. Good morning. Speaking of the 80s, good morning, Pete, Wisconsin. How you doing, everybody? Good, but every morning. Yeah, you too. We're back in my eighties, the hot ninety seven. Good morning. <laughs> is it is it ready to where you guys are? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, have you guys seen the the bill from Arizona where they're uh, the Arizona GOP wants to let uh, citizens shoot migrants on site if they trespass <laughs> yeah. yeah, on saw their that property? This yeah, because the cruelty and, is the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that's of a piece with um, Greg Abbott, who stated before that he wants to give the order to the National Guard mm-hmm. to shoot the migrants on site, but he's afraid that Joe Biden's going to charge them with murder. Oh, that'd be awful and if he actually got charged with murder for murdering people. What's exactly, this world coming to? But I can think of no finer example of American Christianity than having you're tired, you're poor, and you're hungry, yearning to be free reaching our shores only to have God sort out the asylum process. Yeah, which yeah. Which is just absolutely insane to me. Yeah. But I do want to mention one thing about the uh, uh, parting the Red Sea joke. Yes. Um, you, you missed an excellent opportunity for a finger-painting joke. Oh, oh. oh, Pete Louise, Wisconsin, you remain in the penalty box for the rest of the show. I hope you're happy with yourself. Let's just think of, uh, still think about what Pete has done. Okay. Karen in Chicago. 
I'm having fun today. I'm going to go get oh. vests. I'm going to wear a different vest every segment. I, I, I like that. Too. I'd love that. Go back to the vest look. Tampax tampons. We're not number one, but we're up there. Hey, oh, everybody. Lordy. Thanks for coming out the evening at the improv. Go ahead, Karen. Hi. Pete needs a timeout. Um, <laughs> I want to say... As the official shiksa who worked for Orthodox Jews and wore lace in the 90s, thank you. Um, I would like to just say that um, Passover is the holiday that thank you're you. looking for yeah, the answer to right. the four questions. Oh, I'm sorry. I would... misspoke. I said Hanukkah, and I apologize. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. So you open the door, you leave a place and a cup of wine for Elijah. Prophet Elijah, okay. Elijah, and there are four questions asked. Yeah. So, um, and Chris is that bastard yes. person in and Yentl that said you are too. She was too old to play Yentl. Oh, that's an in and out. Sorry, in and out. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Karen. Yes, you are too old to play Yentl. Shut um, up. So yeah, <laughs> yes. So listen, this again. The situation in Gaza. It is horrible. Nobody likes Netanyahu. It's a horrible situation. President Biden has taken the actions, his, his rhetoric, people that are saying that he hasn't said one word about it, it's not true. They are working behind the scenes, negotiations are ongoing, he has been putting pressure on Netanyahu, he has been sending humanitarian aid. What I don't hear, and listen, protest votes are fine, but what I do not hear from people who are criticizing Biden they don't never mention what happened on October 7th when women were raped until their pelvises were broken and people were burned alive and murdered. And, they never and by the way, it's likely still happening. Yeah. There are, you know, how many hostages yes. and, ugh, in captivity right. now? And they never condemn Hamas. Like you can't, you cannot take Hamas out, you know, and, and their billionaire leaders are sitting in Qatar. Yeah. You yeah. know, completely yeah. safe while civilians are being killed. So I yeah. mean, I yeah, just... yeah, I hear you, honey. Heartbreak. She's so familiar with the heartbreak. I know. Uh, and but that heartbreak is named Bob Seska. NATO is a bulwark against uh, Russian aggression, uh, and I think he was ready to walk out of that. There are other ways he, he treated the people of Muslim uh, religious background, uh, his uh, dirty mouth. Uh, I think he's pretty much an ass uh, to, to coin a phrase. Yay! <laughs> we love Rose, the Michigan voter. <laughs> Thank you, Rose. Um, these are just the vests that I was able to find on short notice. Donna Karen, very nice. That's very expensive. I had a leather phase. Yes, I did. How about that? Huh? Wow. And nobody green. knew, huh? Can't do green screen in that. Machino. Machino. Yeah. yeah. Nice, right? Those Red. are expensive. There yeah, we go. Labels. Look at this one. It took me hours for Jody just to tell me how to put it on. Because somehow... It... Okay. Pretend it has sleeves. Now i got to come up with like seven more period jokes. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to her. Speaking of dreamy, hunky men, why? Bob Seska joins us now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. You're cute and I love you, Bob Seska. Where are you coming from? Bob is calling us from Washington. You Seska things. Go ahead. Washington, D.C. Just follow the money. Go ahead, Bob. What did you say that this looked like when I was putting my vest on? I said, that's a very complicated vest to put on. It took the entire commercial break. 
And I said, that's like the boss level of a lesbian video game. Yeah. <laughs> first you first you navigate the bathrooms of Liz Fair, then you go to the dance theory class, and then it's and then you face the boss battle, which is that crazy vest with all the Jill Winebanks pins on right. it. Yes. <laughs> Jill Winebanks jewelry box has exploded on my uh -huh. chest. Right, Jill Winebanks circa 1991. It's perfect. <laughs> and one of them has a chain attached so you don't lose it. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That looks very dignified, doesn't yeah. it? Uh -huh. <laughs> very military. It's like a pocket watch. In the meantime, this Chris is, is like the, the adults the... in the adults in the Charlie Brown cartoon. <laughs> I know. Oh, shut up. Like you know what this <laughs> this vest screams? I'm going to be the best dressed lesbian at Lilith Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the Dinosaur International. Yeah, the Dinosaur. <laughs> this is early cocktails after <laughs> Dinosaur. <laughs> I'm just, I'm still blushing because I got to watch you get dressed yes. in front of me, yes. which was such a treat. Yes. yes. Well, we felt this picked up the blue in the blue wave. Hi, good morning. Um, Perfect. Good morning. Are you, Hi. are you as annoyed? Well, I, what do I quote you every day about people playing grab ass with democracy? Thank you, oh, uncommitted yes. Michigan voters. I mean, yeah. we were just saying that, you know, we were, Chris and I were just talking to Bob that, you know, I get that it's a an emotional issue and i don't want to uh patricend to, to people like mm -hmm. we a lot of women feel like men are patricending to us about you know women's rights so you know i get it it's an emotional issue but i was saying as usual you knew how the media was going to play it joe biden got 81 yeah. percent you know it, it, it is historically normal the is it was it 13 was, was 13 the final in, 13 in obama in 2012 yeah, I mean, Obama had almost yeah. the same amount. And again, Bob, I'm like you, where I don't want, I want to get happy, but then I like, don't get happy. <laughs> I mean, it, it yeah, clearly yeah. is going to be all about turnout, isn't it, in November? Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, let's, I think you had the statistic earlier in the show, which is that Joe Biden, I think the uncommitted vote was what, 13% 13? Yeah. yesterday in Michigan. Barack Obama faced an uncommitted vote of, I think it was 10.6% in 2012. It's with it, I mean, if you were to, if that was a poll, it would be within the margin of error. It's that close. Mm -hmm. And Barack right. Obama obviously went on to easily win Michigan against Mitt Romney, uh, where, you know, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney famously said he likes the trees in Michigan because yes. they're all the they're, same height. Yes. The right you remember height. that? Right. I don't know why. See, it's stupid crap like that that sticks around in my brain, and then the important <laughs> things just go right out out my ears. Because he is. He's the most awkward man in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember these things. I don't know why, but that that's what happened. He, he liked the trees. It was so weird. Yeah. But yeah, this. I mean, look, they're going to frame everything that happens to Joe Biden as being disaster for Joe Biden. It's like the new version of good news for John McCain. Everything that comes down the pike has to be filtered through that, you know, that tiny keyhole of their the, the press's uh, media narrative on uh, Joe Biden. It's, it's absolutely absurd. It has no bearing in reality whatsoever. Yeah. Well, so, I, I mean, I, I don't know how you're feeling about uh, you... <laughs> I was telling my sister yesterday, I, I just, Trump happened to call into a radio show yesterday about Biden's visit to the border. And he's like, oh, we know what it takes to get him up his ass, I guess. And I'm just like, I just can't believe that this complete hold, this complete bag of D's. Yeah. It's just anywhere well, near the least, Oval Office again. At least Joe again. Biden wasn't down there. At least he wasn't down there eating ice cream and, and making yeah. Jesse Waters' head explode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we learned yesterday, guys, no ice cream. Ice cream is completely out now. Jesse Waters on Fox News has decided yeah. that ice cream is just not manly it's enough not American. for you manly men. 
Well, I mean, yes, you retweeted. Absurd. He also said it's a sign of dementia. Yes, that's what he said. Yeah. George P. Bush is like, it's great to see both presidents visiting Texas to see the southern border situation firsthand, but it's important to turn this into action, not just a photo op. Mm-hmm. And Joe Walsh said, we actually only have one president. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, mm. it, it, I, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it's absurd. It's well, there's this this weird performance aspect. Like we all at once in this country bash the performance aspects of politics, but then we Im- immediately demand them too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, Joe Biden. When is Joe Biden going to get down to the border and pretend as though he's there chasing people down as yeah. they cross the Rio Grande? I, I don't understand the the this idea that we have to see these events take place, otherwise. They, oh, my God, they just don't matter. No, that's not the case at all. Joe Biden's working on this. He's working on everything. I mean, one of the reasons he said uh, in that press conference, he said Mexico instead of Egypt is because he's dealing with two separate borders at the same time and and balancing all that. So, you know, this is, uh, again, just a lot of nothing that's coming from uh, the news media and the Republicans. You retweeted our friend uh, uh, Dino Badal, who said, Unreal, it's now more than two weeks since Trump asked the U.S. Supreme Court to grant him a stay in the January 6th case. However, still no answer from the Supreme Court, meaning the trial still can't go forward. The lack of urgency to protect our nation from Trump is appalling. I mean, you do have to start to wonder, is it on purpose? Are they giving him, oh. you know, the delay and therefore the immunity that he that he wants, you know, by by yeah. I, I mean, I know somebody yesterday, right, Jody, was saying like they could have already ruled against, but they're, you know, someone's writing a dissent or something. Something's <coughs> happening. A whole clearance comes. <coughs> Alito. Excuse me, on something yeah. in my throat. Go ahead. <clears throat> Go ahead. Well, I, it's it's frustrating because I get the sense sometimes and this is where we feel really gaslit. I get the sense sometimes that we have this sense of urgency because we see what's happening and it's it's clear and it's incontrovertible and then you see the news media kind of dragging their heels on certain things uh burying donald trump stories that should be on the front page and like back on page a16 or something like that and then the with the supreme court there's just no sense of yeah uh, you know urgency there as far as the timetable of the election and what needs to get done what needs to get decided when and certainly when it comes to how these criminal trials play into the timetable of the election as well and uh, and this is just this is culminating in what could end up being just a disaster where yeah. both the the criminal well, trials and the election coincide at the same time and we and if it gets to that stage We'll know exactly why, because I mean, it should be obvious now that Donald Trump is is getting some sort of at least tacit support from members of the Supreme Court, if not in all their decisions, certainly in terms of their lack of urgency to, you know, aid the process of holding him accountable. Yeah. Um, By the way, if you thought women were mad now. Oh, you know, I just realized, Chris, since we're doing 80s and going back to my 80s vest on yeah. <laughs> um i used to do a character on the hot 97 show where we sped the tape up called uh she rag princess of pms so i think i may have to bust her out since i'm you know doing female comic 80s very period funny humor. very funny wow bob you saw the speaker moses yeah. red parting the red sea joke come i mean didn't you oh yes okay. yes yes right. i did i did because we yeah, share yeah. a brain and bodily fluids and and you both come from wacky morning zoo radio yeah oh 
Okay, um, but I, I wasn't the only one. Lisa said, uh, no, CNN. Uh, dear CNN, no, the Fonnie Wills hear, hearing isn't entertaining. It's infuriating. Mm-hmm. Did you see this latest thing? Yeah. So this guy, he's like, oh, yep. I guess I was just speculating. I was just gossiping. Mm-hmm. So this is how they're going to try to take down one of the main prosecutors yeah. against Donald Trump. Is yeah, As Branch yeah. always says, digging through a back, black lady's panties. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Barb says, so basically... Uh, the guy who Trump's defense has been lying on just admitted that he had no actual knowledge and was just gossiping. <laughs> Katie Fang was, yeah. you know, uh, tweeting about this. And it just, it's infuriating. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is so obvious what's happening here. This, You know what Donald Trump could do if he and when he loses this election? He could go to and go do like close-up magic at Dave and Buster's or something <laughs> like that because he's really good at this kind of sleight of hand. What What's happening here is the big discussion is did she or didn't she, did she elevate this guy because they were having an affair, et cetera, with yeah. their money exchange? The point of all of this is that as long as we're talking about Fonnie Willis and the trouble that Fonnie Willis is in, we're not talking about what Donald Trump yeah. did, these RICO charges, the fact yeah. that he tried to overthrow an election yeah. and had been doing that, tried to overthrow the election in 2016, and, tried to do it again in 2020. And they're most, uh, they're yeah, most and desperate, Bob, now. because that's a state one, that he can't pardon himself right. and he can't right. you know, stop it. Even if, he, yeah, if he's elected. Yeah. Well, what I he's mean, really this... hoping to do is, is delay it long enough so that uh, if he is convicted, then yeah. he will refuse to concede. He will refuse to be uh, taken into, uh, into custody in Georgia because at that point he'll be dictator for life and he doesn't need to do anything. Yeah. So that's I, uh, this still, is just he's in... waiting for that point in time. Katie Fang tweeted the actual, you know, uh, testimony merchant. Uh, you told me that their relationship started when she left the DA's office and was municipal judge in South Fulton. Uh, Bradley, I was speculating. I didn't have, um, oh. no yeah. one told me I was speculating. Uh, Merchant, your speculation based on things told to you or things you witnessed? I never witnessed anything. It was speculation. I can't tell you anything specific. Oh, my God. That's what all this is about? Yep. yep I see. Absolutely. Oh, you're gossiping. Oh, There's thank you, Gladys there. Kravitz. You're just gossiping. <laughs> right. Thanks for getting that reference. Yeah, okay. There's nothing here, but that, of course, is the point. They'll yeah. just take whatever smoke they can find and say, hey, look, there's all kinds of fire over there. Meantime, ha, 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 we've yeah. delayed this trial even more and impugned the prosecutor and uh, somewhat, you know, kind of besmirched her career moving forward because every time the name Fonnie Willis is going to come up, the press will shoehorn in something about this particular yeah. uh, set of hearings uh, about her personal life or w- whatever was someone, going on with uh, Prosecutor Wade. So it's just absolutely absurd. Someone was yeah. saying, Bob, about how, you know, this is like an inexperienced judge that really shouldn't have let this whole thing, you know, go forward like this. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, we're just justice in the United States is at the mercy of like you know what now we're waiting on this hack trump you know uh, acolyte judge cannon in in florida i mean it's just it really is sort of um yeah. it's depressing about america's system of justice because this is when we watched the original here i'm like what why is she on trial for her personal life and not the rapist like i'm like wait what is happening here right 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 yeah yeah and uh i think we found out this week didn't we find out that the judge cannon has connections to the mafia i think uh, yeah yes. yeah my yeah, favorite Andrew thing Weissman this week that, yeah. that the poor sickly Chris Lavoie said is uh, he called the uh, shady Hunter Biden witness Tony Bubblinski Tony Bubbles. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't love that. I love that. I mean, Tony you know, I, I love The Sopranos and I love the films of Martin Scorsese. But you know what? There's a lot of like Anglo regular white guys who just love pretending to be. I like, know they're in the mafia. Play tough guys. I mean, that was. Yeah, I mean, anyone who worked in an office environment during the initial run of The Sopranos, the next day, like Monday morning, because it was on Sunday night, Monday morning, everyone would come in and around the water cooler, you see all these just like regular, like Bob Newhart button-down guys going, hey, forget about it, hey, doing? and all that. What are you having for lunch? You got a gabagool, a pasta fagool, what you doing over there? Let's go to yeah, the bottom exactly. of Yeah. Um, just go stop. I think when, when that guy kills somebody, he probably like does some bubbles, he he just blows bubbles near the body. That's how you know it, it was Tony Bubbles. Right. It's yeah. my signature. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bubble. That's right. <laughs> That's his thing. He shoots a guy in the back of the head and then blows bubbles at the corpse. <laughs> you know, we have to ask about that. Frankie Figs. Yeah. Yeah. Frank the Google, yeah. less Frankie yeah. Figs about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, Dude, finally. Take the gun, leave the bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony the squid. Tony take the, the cannoli and the bubbles. Yeah. Drop the gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's right. Yeah, keep the bubbles, the leave the gun. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, tweeted as Hal Sparks pointed out. I know that guy. Uh, <laughs> it won't be anyone with more syllables in their name than Trump for VP. So it'll be Vance, Lake, Gnome, or Scott. Mm -hmm. If it's Vance, uh, Trump's team only needs to change two letters. <laughs> the Trump Pence logo, Cheapskate Trump will like that. Yeah, they'll do it with um, <laughs> uh, uh, Sharpie. Oh. <laughs> Who knows what's next in this ridiculous charade we're going yes, through in because 2024. Because a, a nine-billionaire is such an utter cheapskate. Mm. That just completely exposes the fact that he's not a nine-billionaire. <laughs> yeah. He says he is. Oh it's absolutely absurd. I mean, we've all seen the scotch tape on the back of his tie holding mm -hmm. his ridiculous tie together. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is how he operates as a nine-billionaire. And... So I'm sure he's looking to be frugal when it comes to the campaign materials yes. this time around. Because all that money's got to go to his legal defense. Yeah. He's got no money to spend. I, I mean, know. he's bankrupting the RNC, basically. <laughs> Yay. And uh, so he's going to need to economize on the logos, right, on the Bob, graphic design. Yes. One, one last fashion question. Do these 80s lesbian vests go with gold sneakers? Because I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> I think the yellow one would. Okay. Hey, you know who's a purveyor of the vest who who looks snappy and fine in a vest is our friend Paula Poundstone. Yes, yes. Oh, this is my homage to Paula Poundstone. Vest wearer. Yes. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to yes. switch vests now. So, yeah, so you could do a whole podcast now, just you and Paula Poundstone talking <laughs> in different vests, vests or something. <laughs> no, like com Paul, comedians in vests up. getting coffee. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love That's you. Exactly See if we wrote it. Right. We just read it. We just pitched you the did thing. A bit. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. There you go. Always right. thinking. You listening, Uncle Rob Reiner? Okay. Money, money, <laughs> money, right. money, There's money. There's no off position on this genius switch. <laughs> Coming up with new podcasts every day. Hey, look, I've just come up with three more. I'll write them down. <laughs> Bob Seska podcast is essential, and yes. you can get it at sexyliberal.com. I love you, Bob. Goodbye. Love you, Stephanie. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Keep it together. 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 It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Hello. If you're watching on Free Speech TV, you can see that this is a complete inter interruption of mine and Chris's uh, breakfast. And I've done a wardrobe change and uh, put on yet another 80s uh, vest. 
Uh, may, might, might I do more period jokes, perhaps? Okay. Or airplane food jokes? Yeah! Duh, New York and LA people are different. How about those dog and cat people? Okay. <laughs> hey, we have Malcolm Nance coming up and uh, Carlos Els Rocky and Marie in Atlanta. Hello, Marie. Hello. Thanks Hello. for taking my call. Yes, thank you. Um, yesterday's hearing uh, <laughs> regarding the, the guy who represented um, Nathan Wade in his divorce hearing uh -huh. and former partner, that, that thing was just a you-know-what show. Uh -huh. It was just... Jody and I's eyes on. just and stuck back in our head, rolling <laughs> rolling our <laughs> eyes. It's yeah. just so ridiculous. I mean, I, this whole thing, seriously, I was just gossiping? That's what this whole thing is based on. Yeah. And they've proven nothing. Right. Nothing that would warrant either Fonny Willis being removed or the indictment being dismissed. Right. Oh, and I'm coming to conclude that there is no other point to this yeah. than to dirty her and, up for potential jurors. It's exactly. called geodata, right? On the phone, uh -huh. uh, Marie, that like, I don't get it. They obviously were friends, co-workers. They work and live in the same area. So like, I, it proves nothing, right? It bounces off to the same tower. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, for Alina Hava complaining Bless about you. the judge telling her to sit down, yeah. uh, the way that they spoke to the attorney yesterday on the stand, that was offensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, it, 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 Terrence Bradley testifies he has no knowledge of when the relationship began between Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade, saying he has, he never witnessed anything. I'm just reading it over again and just <laughs> shaking my head. I mean, I could prove with yeah. geodata that I'm, you know, Jody Hamilton, which would give me, you know, big props. <laughs> but I'm not. But her geodata is near here every day. It's here every day, actually. It's not even near right, here. It's right. actually here. Right. So it's mine. Yeah, we try on each other's <laughs> clothes. I mean, there's a lot of gossip about us. Hey, it's a three-way every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you, Marie. Mwah. Love you, too. Mwah. All right, 58 minutes after the hour, we got Malcolm Nance coming up. We have coffee yep. with Carlos Rocky on the Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. It is a continuation of what we saw beginning eight years ago, which is Russia really trying to influence the outcome of a U.S. election, and in this case, they're using these fake social media accounts and bots, which we've seen before. But the real concern now is uh, a deep fake audio by using artificial intelligence or video that would uh, somehow dupe or deceive voters or election officials. Okay, Malcolm Nance might have some thoughts about that. I would uh, think coming up, uh, bottom of the hour. Hey, you know what else Russia's getting all in the middle of? Social media? The whole uh, Middle East thing. Jinning up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're behind the whole uncommitted thing as well. Uh -huh. They're trying to, whatever gins up chaos hurts Joe Biden and helps Donald Trump, Russia's going to be all in yep. and turn yep. it up to 11 yep. in 2024. So what did I say yesterday? That, of course, no matter what happens, the uncommitted vote, it's going to be, where's my air raid siren? Biden doomed. Democrats mm -hmm. in disarray. Mm -hmm. Trump dominant. Uh, 
Okay, so uh, Biden got 81% of the uh, vote, beat Marion Williamson by 78 points, oh. and Dean Phillips by 79 points. Just to, if you're, and also, as we mentioned, it's the uh, same percentage of uncommitted votes uh, that President Obama got in the state in uh, 2012 because of uh, drones. Oh, Marion Williamson has unsuspended her yes after beating Dean Phillips. <laughs> I Is thought that a thing? Like, it's a thing. Yeah, you So can. wait, she only lost about 70. Hang on. <laughs> I have to dumpster Remember dive for that, Remember when John McCain suspended his campaign okay. in 2008? Oh, so he beat, Biden beat Marion Williams by 78 points and Dean Williams by 79 points. So Marion Williams sees an opening there? She sees an opening. Uh-huh. Neither she's, one has any delegates. She's a path to victory. <laughs> Suddenly a path has opened? Uh, suddenly. Yeah. Powered by crystals, I assume. <laughs> And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm perhaps I'm being a little c-wordy because I am uh, modeling my 80s. I start when you open the show with a, a period joke from the 80s, and then you start uh, modeling your 80s vests. Even my dogs are colorblind, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is a, the lime green." Do you th- what do you think? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I have several more. We're gonna do this all morning. You look like a demented Christmas elf. <laughs> She can't play in any of our reindeer right. games. No. no. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, this is, it tells you everything you need to know about the media coverage. CNN's John King expressed shock after uncommitted, committed, where's the air raid siren, beat President Biden in Dearborn. We knew there that was like going to happen. 300,000 people that are from the Middle East, well, as you said, Chris, that? that are emotionally connected to this. It is not shocking. He didn't express shock. I watched it live. He's, yeah. He just... That's, it out. that's the clickbait. Exactly. Who yeah. wrote that? I, I don't know. I don't. Now it's at the bottom what? of my dumpster. He okay. Did, well, it's like he didn't express shock. He pointed it out. But so Trump literally phoned in his victory speech in Michigan, uh, and then he, of course, went on yeah Twitter to whine or whatever his stupid thing is to whine about the fraud, mm-hmm. uh, the fraud trial. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, he said, people and companies are fleeing New York just like hunted and wounded birds from on high. <laughs> what? Uh-uh. Hunted and wounded mm. birds are hunted from on high? Mm-hmm. Businesses are fleeing New York like a... I don't know. Does this have to do with windmills or no? This is not. This no. is a different bird scenario. Forget it. He's Does rolling. he watch a lot Forget of it. He's rolling. Exactly. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock movies late at night. I don't... <laughs> Does Suzanne Plachette haunt his dreams? I'm confused. No, her eyes got plucked out. Right. They did. Right. I knew you got what I was talking yes, about. Yes. Masky McMasterson. Oh. Maskerson from Masktown. That was funny. Bob Seska said, that Chris is the Charlie Brown's teacher of the show today. Because <laughs> he's trying to protect Jody and me from his cold. Yeah, he's a good he's boy. He's a good boy. He's he is a good boy. boy. You know who else is a good boy? President Biden. Yes. Uh, and Major and Champ. This just in. Hungary's parliament has ratified Sweden's yes. bin to join NATO, clearing the last major uh, obstacle to membership. Uh, Ingrid Staffer says Biden's list of first-term accomplishments is long, but I would argue that none of them is as important as the reunification of NATO. We went from a fractured, uncertain NATO, uh, where, who Trump would have left in a second term, uh, to solidarity and the strongest alliance in history. Um, if you don't think the stakes are to the moon for Vladimir Putin in 2024 to try to get Trump reinstalled. Uh, you don't know nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah. In fact, this is, uh, uh, who is this? Dan DeLuce, mm-hmm. national security correspondent. And the other concern is that the repeat a tactic we saw in 2016, where they famously 
stole hacked information from the Democratic Party leadership and then leaked it, uh, which was you know meant to damage Hillary Clinton's campaign. And of course, everyone in the U.S. and outside the government says Russia has a really strong incentive to try to undermine Joe Biden's reelection campaign and the Democrats because uh, they want to undermine U.S. support for Ukraine and undermine U.S. solidarity mm-hmm. with the NATO alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, pop quiz for Michigan voters. Who uh, trained and is funding Hamas? Lippy the Lion. No, it's not even a guess the quote. It's Russia, for God's sakes, Putin. I mean, I, his fingerprints are all yes. over all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, Deleuze, one more. There is unfortunately no magic bullet here. And of course, on top of that all, the, our election system is so decentralized, it's not really in the federal government's hands. But there really isn't a magic bullet here where you can detect quickly a deep faked audio or video. Sometimes it takes some time to figure out, okay, this is fake. And can you convince enough voters in time of the truth? And already we saw a deepfake audio in Slovakia in elections there in September, and a sort of pro-Western, pro-NATO party lost that election. By the way, speaking of useful idiots, Dean Phillips, looking at you and your guy that was mm-hmm. behind the AI, you know, dirty trick robocall. What are you doing when we're facing the end of democracy? What are you doing, Mary? <laughs> I don't get it. Run for city council in L.A. She lives here. Right. Run for they, city they council. They love themselves a little too much. Yes, whatever you said. Uh, Dan Sullivan. Here we go. <laughs> I can't him. speak to evidence today, but I can tell you, of course, there are concerns. There is a history here in presidential elections uh, by the Russian Federation, by its intelligence services. And there's plenty of reason uh, to be concerned. And this is not about politics. This is about national security. So there you have it. Uh, very much White House acknowledging this is a problem and something they're really focusing on. And also, he clearly was not ready to discuss the evidence because it's classified. Um, so we will talk to Malcolm about, you know, how we can be on the lookout. Because this is what I was saying. This is going to be 2016, but on steroids and with AI and all these other new you know, technologies that we don't, deep fakes, all this stuff that we're going to have to be on the lookout for. Um, Kyle Griffin tweets, in a new court filing, Jack Smith's office says that President Biden's handling of classified documents is not remotely similar to the deceitful criminal conduct of Trump. The defendants have not uh, identified anyone who is engaged in a remotely similar, similar suite of willful and deceitful criminal conduct and has not been prosecuted, nor could they. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, how about this one? You might want to ready our burger chain. All right. Uh, David Lustig tweets, this is a horrifying story even for Trump. No one who's visibly disabled can sit up front at a Trump function because he's too uncomfortable seeing anyone who looks imperfect and wouldn't want the cameras to pick up a shot of a special needs supporter. Uh, Hitler felt the same way. Mm -hmm. Just in case you're wondering. Uh, I go now yes. to the Hitler and there is his new sponsor. The Hitler Burger, the Hitler Burger. I go now to the Hitler Burger to get myself my lunch. Uh, I, I'm looking at the TV. Yes. Your vest is yeah, like... It's awful. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Demented Christmas Elf about sums it up. I knew it was yeah. going to be clashy with the red, but, you That's know. like extra. I'm extra committed. Crispy. I'm committed to this 80s vest bit. Hi, Anita in San Antonio. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. Hello. Yeah, you know, I understand the anger some of those people feel about what's happening in Gaza, but they're calling for a ceasefire, and and Joe Biden, no matter how much pressure he puts on Israel, 
it, they can't have a ceasefire if Hamas doesn't agree to it. Right. Yeah. And Hamas is not agreeing to a ceasefire. So I really don't understand. And not only that, but I never hear them angry at the people who started this, Hamas, yeah. who attacked Israel on October 7th. And you never hear anything about that. If they really cared about the plight of the Palestinian people, they would want to get rid of, Pal- of Hamas. Right. And not only that, they would do everything they can to make sure Donald Trump doesn't get back in the White House. Yeah. Because yeah. that's who Netanyahu wants. Yeah, and Putin. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. like I'm saying, that's a double-edged sword we're facing in 2024. How badly Netanyahu and Putin are going to want Trump back in office um, so they can have, uh, you know, free reign. Norman in Woodstock. Hey, Norman. Oh. Hey, Norman. Hey, good morning, Steph. Good morning. You just now almost knocked the pill off. Listen, I just had one thing to say to you, and that is, if if Donald Trump is the Antichrist, does that make Joe Biden the Good Samaritan? Yes. 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 Amen. I'm just going to go with yes. Where's my... I, Peace be with you. I can't find my... There it is. Computer says yes. Oh. Computer says yes. Yes. Peace That's what you. it means. Peace be with you. Thank you. Also with you. Also and with also you. with you. <laughs> go now in peace. <laughs> what? Okay. Anna in New York. Hello, Anna. Hi, Stephanie. Can you hear me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Paula oh, Poundstone is good. so loving um, the show today because of that and the vest. And the vest. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm driving my mom to the doctors, um, but I had to call in. Mm-hmm. Um, I am one of your groupies, but I'm disagreeing with two of your groupies, your oh. poo-poo-poo bear and um, San Antonio um, groupie. Anita. Anita. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm sorry, but I'm re- Anita. Thank you. I... Um, terribly upset with Biden's handling in the Middle East. I grew up in the Middle East. I'm married to a Jew. And I don't think having dissent against, I don't think being critical against my leader for what I see as inaction, and we can talk about okay. how I, he can that, help. No, that's fair. That's, that's fair, that's Anna, but I guess wait, wait, I keep wait, wait, asking. Wait, Stephanie, and, please. Okay, I don't mean to be combative. But I want to know what specifically know, Biden should be Aaron doing differently. Can you just a- t- answer the, that? For one, direct, direct his U.N. ambassador to vote for a ceasefire. Why are we the only people in the United Nations not voting for a Good ceasefire? Do, okay, but, but also we have, we have terrible impact because we're supporting the leadership in Israel that is truly conducting a genocide. But, but I want to step back because Karen said something that really offended me. Okay, but Anna, can, and, I, can I just ask, what, what, what do we do about it. Netanyahu? They're a democracy. I agree with you. I hate Netanyahu. I wish we he was gone yesterday. Aid. Okay. All right. Stop sending our bombs. Okay, so okay, go ahead. But, what, but what did Karen say? That Karen said you, that people that are critical of Biden do not care what happened on October 7th. I'm sorry, but that's just cockily diddle. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but it, it's also offensive to us to to have have you t- say we don't. I don't care about genocide. That we on this show don't care about Palestinians. Uh, of course we do. Well, Nobody is for. We hate both you events. talk about whether or not we're voting for Biden, and it's a bigger picture than that. Of course I'm voting for Biden, but I'm not some Arab American in Michigan. I happen to be a New Yorker, and I know plenty of other New Yorkers that are upset at Biden about this. I agree. You don't have and to be Arab American to not like what's happening. About both sides. I know, but it always sounds like it's some, you know, oh, those 
Michiganders that are against Biden. Well, well we're I'm talking critical about, of Biden. We're talking about Michigan because him. the primary Well, the primary was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. that's why uh, we're talking yeah. about and no, as Chris- even, even before that, even before that, every time critical criticism of Biden came up, it was Arab Americans and some fringe students. I'm a right. mom in New York, and I'm, I'm upset. I'm still yeah, going to no, vote I, for the guy. I hear you. I hear you. Don't care about rape. Right. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. I think that, that's a fair. Listening. I think that's fair. And I think both, you know, on both sides, when people, you know, say, I, I don't care about genocide, I, I'm very offended. So, and I'm also offended that you're calling my fans groupies because I'd be getting a lot more sex if they were actually groupies. I just would like to point that out on them. Oh, All right. Love you. All right. Well, <laughs> All right. All listening. right. Love you. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Absolutely. Fresh Republican outrage. You keep listening, she'll make more. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Is the Stephanie Miller show? This is my uh, from my leather Tuscadero phase. Your leather era. My uh, yeah, this is from my leather years. Did you did you ride a bike? Listen, when you open the show with a you know when you're a female comic and you open the show with a period joke, you have to continue to wear vests and do feminine protection humor for the rest of the show. Okay. Didn't Jerry Lewis say that women weren't funny? Yes, he did. He might have had a point. He also said they weren't attractive. There's that. No attractive woman is funny. All right. Tell that to Marilyn Monroe. I think people are just relieved I got out of the lime green one. So let's just, let's just, yeah. small blessings. That, that was causing seizures across the world. <laughs> Sue in uh, Rockville. Hello, Sue. Oh, good morning. Um, first of all, she did not criticize my Anita and my Karen. Okay. <laughs> I, Kids, I don't fight. Mommy so loves sweet. all of you. Here's the thing. Let me just be very clear. We do not negotiate with hostages. I thought that was a cardinal rule. Terrorists. All right? (laughs) Hostages we do. Democracies do not give in. So until there's a cease, there will be no ceasefire (laughs) until every hostage is is released. Mm -hmm. Unless that woman would like to explain to the families of the Israelis why she is enabling the continued torture, rape, and murder of innocent Israelis for Hamas's sake. Right, no but Sue, she she want. makes a point that it, it's not to say people that are for a ceasefire don't don't care about October seventh. Right. It's just like we're being told we don't care about genocide. I think there are people of goodwill on both sides right. that that you know. This is a very difficult. You know, it, but I agree. I made I made the point. I'm like, if 9/11 had happened and they had hostages, there's no way we would listen to anybody saying you're you're you know you have to cease fire. So I you know I okay. But All right, uh, I'm gonna just because you know Malcolm Nance is gonna piss enough people off. So, oh well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so now, story about a bear. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, I don't have one. Okay, I'll find one. I'll make one up. I'll find one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you? Do you have your psychic music? Why don't we just? I don't know. We'll use this time. Marion Williamson staffing up again. If you guys looking for a new gig, that's t- psychic music. Psycho. Psycho. No, I meant the crystals. The you know psychic. What the? Uh, she uh, said she's getting back in the race because she only she can defeat the dark juggernaut of Trump by lifting people up. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. I mean, oh no. God, really? Really? 
really. She thinks very highly of herself. Yes, she uh, sees an opening because uh, President Biden only beat her by 78 points. Last night, uh, Dean Phillips was defeated by 79 points. So you can see where there is a crack of light. It's a crack of light, Chris. Okay. It might be glaucoma. Just uh, get yourself checked. Get that little in your eye. Okay, 29 minutes after the hour. The dogs are alerting us that Malcolm Nance is next. Like 2016 and 2017, the whole Russian collusion lies that they came up with in the in the beginning. How big of a threat do you see Russian aggression going forward? I think if you walked around and asked most people if they are afraid of Russia, they would they would laugh and tell you no. <sighs> Better than Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, I am wearing uh, the latest in my horrible 80s vests because I started the show with some period humor. Oh, by the way, Carlos Sells Rocky will recognize all of these because these were all, I wore them on my late night show in right. which he was one of my cast members. Yeah. So this will give him horrible flashbacks. <laughs> okay. All right, let's talk to somebody that does actually know something about Russia. Okay. We can dance if we want to. If we don't, <laughs> somebody will. Because Republicans are rude and should be removed and act like they're imbeciles. I say, Malcolm Nance. Malcolm Nance. Trump is under Putin's control. We can dance. We can dance while Stephanie dances with the pole. Well, it's the Malcolm Nance. It's the Malcolm Nance. Well, it's the Malcolm Nance. Oh, hi. Good morning, Malcolm Nance. You know, with the exception of that you dancing on a pole thing, that song gets more and more accurate every week. It does. It does. It really does. I mean, there is useful idiot Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? I, I, you know, and we were talking, Malcolm, that we need some real uh, shoutiness from you this morning about, you know, what to expect in terms of Russian, you know, Greene and... 2024 what with ai and all of this stuff we, we just played a bunch mm. of uh dan deluce uh national security correspondent talking to uh jake sullivan uh, you know about how badly putin and netanyahu are going to want trump reinstalled right yeah well you know i was listening to morning joe this morning and they were at, they they were quite sanguine about netanyahu uh not fault you know not considering the United States uh, in terms of their operations in uh, in Gaza, principally because Netanyahu wants Trump back in office. And then, you, you know, he would just have another puppet on the string. Let me tell you something. Uh, I just spent almost I, over a month in Israel. Israelis do not like Netanyahu. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the fact that they had a unified government, uh, they're, they're doing a unity government right now, he would already be gone. I mean, he, he failed in his basic task of keeping Israeli citizens safe. Yep. And now there's a lot of machinations that are playing out. By the so, way, you know, please. Malcolm, I was just going to say, you know, you remind me that my disgust for Netanyahu is not new. I remember how I felt racist and disrespectful he was toward President Obama. Mm -hmm. I remember Republicans behind uh, Obama's back invited him to come to the United States Congress to speak against the Iran deal. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
Yeah, and and in a joint session before Congress, yep. absolutely. But you know, Netanyahu really does not reflect the average Israeli. He reflects a coalition of the extremist right wing over there. And, you know, everybody, everybody in Israel says that man's done. The problem is you got to give up power yeah. to be done, right? So, uh, you know, his, his, his days are numbered. But, you know, matching that, you know, setting him aside because, uh, you know, Biden has taken a lot of damage from him. Putin, on the other hand, he feels that he is on the march. He really feels that Russia's star is ascendant. And if you were to look at the arc of the support that they're getting, not just in the Republican Congress, which is just absolutely amazing, bought, lock, stock, and barrel, they are the Kremlin caucus, right? The yeah. Kremlin crew, as I like to call them, yeah. because of one thing and one thing only. Donald Trump said, you will support Russia. Uh, you know, and uh, like I think it was the former prime minister of Australia who said this morning on MSNBC, he said, he said, I've been in the room with Putin and Trump and Putin's or Trump's insane yes. childlike admiration of, of Putin. Yeah. Right. Like he was a superstar on a Super Bowl team. He says, oh, it right. Was he said he's literally like, disgusting. he's like a freshman meeting the star quarterback. He right. said, oh, oh just, yeah. Um, yeah, you, but he wants to wants to get in his letter sweater. <laughs> <laughs> you retweeted our stem cell, Victor Shee, who said, when Fiona Hill speaks, we must listen. She just slammed Trump and Republicans for spending more time uh, taking pot shots at President Biden rather than actually calling out Russian President Putin and the real threats facing our nation chilling. They are un-American. Um, we would, I was Absolutely. just reading a, a tweet, Malcolm, that of all of Biden's accomplishments, which are many, you know, strengthening, reuniting NATO has really, I, I, it sh tells you how high the stakes are going to be for Putin in this election, right? Well, yes, the stakes are very high. And the only thing he has left to play is literally the Trump card, right? Putting Trump into office. So there, as you said earlier, what are what is Moscow going to do? Moscow's going to do everything. 2016 yeah. will be a, a microcosm of the tsunami of bull that is going to come flooding the United States. And I think you're, you're right. They'll use false AI. They'll use, you know, uh, deep fakes. Uh, they'll pull every dirty trick there is, including maybe even doing an attempted hacking, uh, which we warned about in 2016, with the intent of making the Republicans insane about election security and election fraud. Right. And yeah. they may even, you know, do it in such a way that it appears that, you know, Hamas does it or Israel does it or some third party yeah. that would just get them nuts. Right. And try to get, you know, Joe Biden, a, a, you know, a bunch of fake votes or something like that. This will be the worst election. I mean, they, they said the election of 1860 was bad. Right. It was a 13 states just opted out uh, and, and Lincoln got elected and then they were angry Lincoln got elected and they weren't even involved. Well, that's yeah. what this one's going to be like. So well, when you see things like 100,000 people, I know you're going to get to it, uh, being uncommitted yesterday, yeah. going to the polls and literally writing in uncommitted or free Gaza or whatever, whatever it is, even though it was 3% less than what happened to Obama, right. you know, people who theoretically were in our camp are now Trump 
voters by default. You know, Malcolm, I, uh, I'm reading my uh, my hate tweet that I get uh, every week, and it says I will no longer support the Stephanie Miller show of Free Speech TV because she has Malcolm Nance on who supports genocide. Wait. Now, wait, your wait, thoughts wait. about God, what a good friend I am that I continue to have you on despite the fact that you are ruining my career. Let's. <laughs> well, okay. I wish these guys would just get an effing dictionary. Okay? Yes. Let me tell you what genocide was. I spoke at Auschwitz in a conference about uh, a potential coming genocide back in 20, uh, 2019. Rwanda, a million people murdered by machetes by one tribe intent on slaughtering every man, woman, and child in the other tribe and almost did it. That's a genocide. Cambodia, right? The Khmer Rouge, mass murdered almost a million people, put them into camps with the intent to right. kill I got it. But Malcolm, them, it's not to, we, we shouldn't, you know, I, I think minimize the, the, the carnage, you know, uh, of uh, Palestinians as well. That We had a caller that just called in that I thought made a fair point that I, we're both emotional. You and I don't and, you know, people on this show don't like getting accused of supporting genocide because <laughs> clearly we don't. But she said, you know, we get offended when you say we don't care about October 7th or we don't care about Jews or we don't care about hostages. Um, so I, I think that's why it's such an emotional issue, because people don't want to sort of be talked down to about their emotions about things and I understand it I mean Biden yesterday warned Israel they're going to lose support from around the world if they continue down this incredibly conservative path kind of what you just alluded to Malcolm about how far right Netanyahu is I mean I, I don't yeah. what, what what do we do I keep asking this question how do you get Here's Netanyahu something. to stop building settlements do we cut off aid like what what do we do well, exactly well, first off first things yeah. first all yeah. right Israel is in a war not a genocide and if you don't want to listen to me on your show not you but listeners because i deal strictly strictly in pure fact based on experience all right and if when you come up and you go genocide 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 i have to push back on that right. war is a horrible thing all right wars in syria six hundred thousand dead sudan a million dead iraq hundreds of thousands dead you didn't see those wars Right? Oh, because they, I was the first one calling George Bush a war criminal. That was we didn't even attack yeah. the white country right. <laughs> based on a pack of lies. My yeah. point is, my point is this: no one is saying that your emotions that you feel based on what you see um, are invalid. All right, I feel I'm heartbroken for every child that's killed in Iraq, in Iraq, in Ukraine, in 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 Palestine, in Gaza. Okay. But right now, there's a war going on, and it's a war. It's not a genocide. And if you feel that your listenership, you want to go somewhere and be in a cult like the Trump people because you only want to hear what you want to hear, well, you know, the other day I have these people cheering a poor, mentally ill U.S. Air Force guy who set himself on fire. Yeah. And we have people on, on the on the pro-Palestinian side, encouraging people to set themselves on fire. Yeah. This is not normal. So if you feel upset by this, yes, you have touch with your humanity and your emotion, just like I do. Okay? Get, yeah. But if you're voting on the basis of this and you prefer Trump or you prefer not helping Joe Biden on the basis of this, there will be other horrible things that will happen that will affect your world 
and you will regret it. I just thought it's interesting. This Israeli national security minister criticized by said criticized Biden said instead of giving us his full backing, Biden's busy giving you humanitarian aid and fuel, which goes to Hamas. If Trump was in power, the U.S. conduct would be completely different. I mean, Trump will let yeah Netanyahu make Gaza into a parking lot, as we keep saying. The here's what the president said. Let me Trump. Here's what Trump would have done. Trump would have allowed him to force march 2.2 million people out of Gaza to the West Bank. That's what Trump would have allowed him to do. This isn't lesser of two evils. It's evil versus rational political thought. So the president said the path forward with difficulty. Here's the path forward. First of all, there are hostages being held that must be released. If we've got at least a principle and agreement, there will be a ceasefire while that takes place. Ramadan's coming up. There's an agreement by the Israelis that they would not engage in activities during Ramadan as well in order to give us time to get all the hostages out. This gives us time to begin to move in directions that a lot of Arab countries are prepared to move in. For example, Saudi Arabia is ready to recognize Israel, Jordan, Egypt, and six other states that have been working with Qatar. Um, you, you, sir, I'm sure you saw the president say his national security advisor says we, this could be within the week that we have a ceasefire. What, what's your take on all that? Well, the Israelis and Hamas have already thrown cold water on that. Oh, this is, and those are the two combating parties here, the Qataris also. Yeah. Um, it's great to try to be optimistic about these things. It's awesome to try to get a ceasefire. But let me tell you what I advised the Israelis while I was there that if they don't take over the massive humanitarian mission of feeding and supporting 2.2 million people, reopening the hospitals with floods of equipment, then this story Mm -hmm. is gonna go on for the next 50 years. Even if they were to do that, they still have a combat mission, which is the elimination of the terrorist group Hamas, which is equal to ISIS. So for those who are upset that they're carrying out that mission, they can walk and chew gum at the same time. There's only one obstacle, and his name's Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, Malcolm, before we go, I, I still got to get your take on I. I was going to say you can't write this, but you can. Malcolm's written several books <laughs> that there is an unreliable liar named uh, after a vodka <laughs> Smirnoff that Republicans base their entire and appear to be. I mean, God best Dan Goldman is like calling them out, saying you are, you know, doing Putin's work, interfering in the 2024 election if you keep repeating this obvious admitted Russian disinformation, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and you know, the funny thing about it is Republicans just don't care. They don't care how much they damage democracy. They don't care. It's about damaging Joe Biden. If I'm not mistaken, Hunter Biden's testifying today, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, uh, which is going to be a spectacle. Um, and this is all part of the alleged impeachment inquiry to, you know, to get Joe Biden impeached so that they can so that they can say to Donald Trump, we impeach Joe Biden, your record's not sullied anymore. Yeah. But look, it's not about the Russians and what they do and what they've done anymore. It's about the Republican Party willing to destroy American democracy, willing to put a dictator into office, willing to blow up all U.S. foreign policy that's existed since World War Two. Yeah. And I'm afraid to say as much as they are enjoying that game, there are many people on our side who are willing to help them inadvertently. Looking at you, Marianne, 
and yeah. Dean Phillips. Yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> you I know, can't Dan, she's back on the ticket. <laughs> There's uh, so uh, what do you call it? Dan Goldman tweeted? There are too many. First of all, Jim Jordan just put out a lengthy diatribe, including this total, totally debunked Barisma, yes. all this Russian disinformation, Malcolm. And Dan said there's too many false statements in this fiction novel to address here. But it's shocking that Jim Jordan continues to promote Barisma hoax, even after he learned it was falsely peddled by Putin. Um, his, uh, legal experts have been warning House Republicans they could be subject to conspiracy charges themselves. The DOJ must investigate whether or not Grassley, Comer, or Jordan knew Smirnoff was sp- spreading Russian disinformation, said Goldman. Our friend Glenn Kirshner said they should be criminally investigated for being part and parcel of a conspiracy to defraud the United States and interfere in our elections. Um, one last one, an attorney said the FBI and Justice Department should prosecute them for conspiracy with Russia to engage in treason. Um, it is the problem is this headline very suspicious James Comer pushes new conspiracy theory about the FBI protecting Biden they just double down with some new ridiculous conspiracy theory right oh my god yeah it's QAnon run amok look let's just be honest about this and this will be the last thing I say about this right when you need to plant the seeds of a conspiracy theory right when you need to plant the seeds of disinformation and I'm looking at you Jim Jordan what do you what kind of tool do you need you need a hoe so that's what the russians have turned themselves in, or the the republicans have turned themselves into the tool for disinformation it's a golden shower of treason yes. thank you malcolm for that <laughs> love you honey love you despite the Bye-bye. fact that you are actively ruining my career i love you so much <laughs> You're welcome. All right, bye. <laughs> See you next week. All, All right, right. 15. <laughs> oh, yes. Here she is, Stephanie Miller, host of the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, yeah, we got the group at the house tonight. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yes, this is a slightly, this is the last of my vests since I started the show with, uh, with uh, female comic period humor. I am, uh, I have consigned myself to my evening at the Improv 80s vests. There you go. Yeah. Uh, however, I not only hang on to these, I had, I paid someone to tailor this in a way that I don't even know it looks worse, I think. It does. It does. It does. It, it do? should never, have, that should never have happened to that vest. No. So what has happened? Okay. Can we, uh, Malcolm mentioned uh, Hunter Biden testifying today. Mm-hmm. Can we, I was talking about this yesterday. Can we just send some Steph Head love and light? Because I was so Poor touched guy. by what he said. For any of us that have been or have loved addicts, he said, uh, uh, you have to believe it's you're worth the work or you'll never be able to get sober. But I often do think of the profound consequences of failure here. Maybe it's the ultimate test for a recovering addict. I don't know. I've always been in awe of people who've stayed clean and sober through tragedies and obstacles few people ever face. They are my heroes, my inspiration. And now I have something, something much bigger than myself at stake. We're in the middle of a fight for the future of democracy. My first responsibility is to make it through that fight clean and sober. And I feel a responsibility to everyone struggling through their own recovery. 
recovery to succeed. So I mean, sad. can you imagine having a whole country watching you and having these, you know, whole Republicans like just badgering you at every turn? Huh? Yeah, they're rooting, rooting for him to fail. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Hoping because they're that mean. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that'll, you know, that would make Joe Biden drop out. Maybe if something happened. To, it's just, oh, yeah. it's just we've gotten to a level of meanness that I don't even know. Um, yeah, and I was talking to Malcolm. We'll talk more about this, but. I, <laughs> James Comer is now floating conspiracy theories about the FBI protecting Joe Biden, uh-huh. despite the fact the current FBI director was appointed by, of course, Trump. Ay, ay, ay. 58 minutes after the hour, coffee with Carlos sells Rocky next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. That right there is a vote about where they will stand in November. And that's the essence of Donald Trump's weakness here. Donald Trump as a former president should be winning 90 percent of the Mm -hmm. vote, 85 percent of the vote. But what he's constantly seen in primary after primary is, yes, he's got the base locked down, but he is struggling with a ceiling. It's that same ceiling that the Republicans saw in 22 in 20, and it's that ceiling that hates MAGA extremism. And nonetheless, today, once again, we see evidence of it. Thank you, Max Rose. Okay. Um, if you missed our one, uh, I was saying Speaker Mike Johnson, who thinks he's Moses, when his wife gets her period, says, I have parted the Red Sea. Right. And so I started that with a 80s female comic period joke, so now I've gone into all of my 80s vests. Right. Different ones the yeah. entire show. Yeah. And so, like a comedy moth to comedy flame, of course that has attracted Paula Poundstone. Of course it has. <laughs> good morning, Paula Poundstone. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yes. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh huh. Yes. Thank you. All right. Let me ask you. Hello. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. If I guess what cities that you're taking the sexy liberal show to, will you tell me? No, <laughs> no, no, I will not. Did you hear our, our TV show pitch uh, that you and I would star in uh, Comedians in Best Getting Coffee? Oh, that's an excellent idea. Yeah. 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 What's not fun about uh, that? Yeah. I don't, right. drink, I don't drink coffee, so there'd be a lot of sort of gagging noises on my part. That's fine. In the show. You know, Paul Ponson, I know that you are a legend comedy. A comedy legend and a, uh, a headliner, but however, this morning you are just an opener for Carlos Els Rocky, and your time is up. You're getting the red light now. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Well, I really enjoy his work, <laughs> but if he's not wearing a vest, I don't really see how he gets to be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop. We, we love That's you. That's up to him. That's his choice yeah uh, right. uh, hello? hello hello we love you but you're bogarting carlos is set so we're giving you a giant red light bye. we love bye. you see ya bye. bye i miss you already <laughs> that's good coffee i take it back like my man coffee with carlos sells rocky i have a zimbabwe latte i'll have a kenya cappuccino Gene never has a second cup of coffee at home mountain grown coffee carlos sells rocky i was gonna make espresso and baked by Juan Valdez. coffee with carlos good to the last drop Mm-hmm. You need Talk some more about flair. An inspiration when I moved to SF, Paula Poundstone. 
not only a genius comic, but the pleat queen. <laughs> Those pants Carlos, were pleatorific back then. Yeah, and you just said the funniest thing about my vest. You're like, you might not attract a fella with them vests. Okay. <laughs> them kind of dressings may not attract the fellas. <laughs> Am I giving you uh, PTSD from my 1995 late night show? Because this, yeah, remember I, like I wore that. a vest every night. The one, remember when we got fired right before Christmas? Yeah, you're. It's <laughs> if Mary Richards were gay. <laughs> <laughs> we were saying it was kind of a fashion air raid siren that I might, in fact, be a lesbian. She's gonna make it after all with girls. After all. <laughs> all right. Good morning, Carlos. You're here. Good with, morning. You're here with new ana- analogies about the new uncommitted for voters. For all the <laughs> uncommitteds and the third parties. Yeah, you said uh, voting the third party or uncommitted in the general is pouring water on a grease fire. Don't pour water on a grease fire. All right. Yep. I don't see. I'm a girl. I don't know what happens. I thought you could pour water. No, on the grease. No, 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 God, no. Ladders. It gets. It gets. It the gets fire everywhere. Really? It gets it mad. Yeah. Good to know. No, don't do yeah, that ever. That's why I like wearing a, a vest to a straight club. <laughs> Chris, you know I tried to make a baked potato at KBC by putting it in foil in the microwave. Yeah, I didn't know. Burn the building down. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Nope. What I won't do Who is to find hot firemen. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You were probably making it in the vest. Like, yeah, she's wearing the vest and she can't even make a potato in the microwave. (laughs) She will not make a good Christian wife. (laughs) But she can fix your your pickup. Yes. Yes, she can. You you also tweeted, threatening not to vote for the best chance of stopping the worst possible outcome has the consequence of achieving the worst possible outcome. It's the chess move your opponent expected. Um, Totally unrelated story. Um, Marion Williamson has unsuspended her campaign. (laughs) Carlos... Given that uh, she, what is it now? Uh, Joe Biden beat uh, her by 78 points, but beat Dean Phillips by 79 points. So that, she feels, is her opening to get back Okay. Mm -hmm. Not quite the same effect as Nikki Haley. I like the fact that Nikki Haley's staying in. Yes. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. But Marianne Williamson, no, because... No. Yeah, Not because yeah, but you know we She's were saying it's just again once again the mainstream media I knew was going to have be hair on fire, Biden doomed, and we were saying it's the same percentage that voted uncommitted yep. against uh, Barack Obama in Michigan in twenty two. Remember yep. that was over droning and you know. Yep. Um, oh, by the way, I saved this uh, for you. I'm not even going to do guess the quote because it's just I just, so you can De Niro us. All right, could have sent it. You <laughs> could have faxed it, but go ahead. <laughs> He said recently, I mean, he, he's talking about Trump, of course. He's so blatantly stupid. He's a punk. He's a dog. He's a pig. He's a con. He's a bull artist. A mutt who doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't do his homework. He doesn't care. He thinks he's gaming society. He doesn't pay his taxes. He's an idiot. He, he yeah. only used one square word. He was almost doing you, doing him. He was a con. He's a mother's con. He's a stinking mother pig. <laughs> Give me more nouns. Throw more <laughs> nouns at me. He's a goat. <laughs> Mud. Okay. He's a pile of trash. <laughs> okay. All He's right. Yogurt. He's spoiled yogurt. Well, that's He's mean. just picking nouns now. All right. Yeah. What did I say the other day? Is I don't know what he looks like a creamsicle that fell on the floor that and then pubic hair t- got on it. Yeah, on got it. on yeah. top. Yeah. yeah. His hair is really something even worse than usual. Uh-huh. You know, it's like. What, who's the, who am I thinking of the Dick Tracy movies? I don't like, it's not just that it's a yellow Lockhead? bird's it's nest, mad. but then it's, it's like, like there's different colors like on the Blockhead? sides. Is that a character in Dick Tracy? I don't know. Blockhead? Blockhead, yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
John Forsyth, I think. William Forsyth. William oh. Forsyth. There you oh, go. there you go. Okay, anyway, but further to your point, you tweeted, it's unfortunate that uncommitted voters are doing exactly what Netanyahu, Trump, and Putin wanted them to do. I get the anger and frustration, and so did they. They planned it. Uh, uh, they counted on people forgetting that Trump is worse. And that's yep. we just talked to, to Malcolm about. It's the stakes for Trump and Netanyahu, or excuse me, Putin and Netanyahu to try to get Trump back in, trust me, this is just the beginning of their, you know, effery. Oh, yeah. There'll be some, my brother was talking about it, that like right before the election, there'll be some crime committed by an illegal immigrant just to like hammer it home. It's the, it's, this is Willie Horton, if you remember Willie yes. Horton ads yes. on triple steroids exponentially times 10,000. They will do any, first of all, they're going to cheat right. in the elections. Yeah. They're going to try to suppress votes. Thank God some maps are changing in Wisconsin and mm-hmm. Alabama, I believe, but they will cheat. They will lie. They will steal. They will make stuff up. They will set stuff up. They are so, <clears throat> yeah, this is what exactly, I read this tweet about Mike Johnson and the Speaker of the House about shutting down immigration. It's exactly what Khrushchev said. We will take over the United States without firing a single shot. Thank you. This is not Red Dawn where guys are f- loaded up on the farm with weapons and they can see the Russians coming. Like, they're not doing it that way because the Russians couldn't do it in Afghanistan, right? Ten years, get out, not going to mm-hmm. work. Yeah. They yeah. know they couldn't do it militarily. They're going to do it this way. Yep. And they've started way before 2016. Yep. Um, by the way, you are a liberal helper. Uh, and you just said, well, shoot, MAGA, if only Trump wouldn't have slept with Stormy, paid her off, and not sexually molested Eugene Carroll, your sneakers would have been cheaper. That's true. Heck yeah. Damn, I would have been paying 201 instead of 399 I feel like all these. Damn you, Stormy. I feel like all I these. I can only buy one now. All these vests go with gold sneakers, don't they? Gold high tops. Sure. I think that's yeah. kind of. You need more flair, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, tell me about your dessert specials. <laughs> Don't yeah. I look like I'm faking like I'm in the military in this vest? No, you look like you're faking working at TGI Fridays. <laughs> Did okay. somebody give you a purple heart? Your first time you got a purple heart, Stephanie. Look <laughs> at this purple heart. This vest screams. Do you want curly fries with that? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Kevin in D.C. You're on with Carlos. Hi, Kev. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Uh, and then... <laughs> and in dilettante manner, I'm still upset with you about the John Stewart situation, Carlos. But <laughs> enough to that. Huh? Um, I have a serious thing, and I'm glad that the young lady who called said that ultimately she's going to, to vote for Biden. But I swear, I'm not trying to be insulting. Uh, Stephanie, I need your psychiatrist friend to explain to me. And I'm not saying I'm the, the, the fountain of, of, of mental health. I'm a grown man. They read comic books. That being said, I do have the bare minimum animal instinct to not blame people that are not responsible. Putting it all on, I don't get it. If, if you truly care, and all we do, it, it makes my teeth rattle to see the, 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 the suffering and whatnot of, of the, uh, not, not only the Palestinian Israeli as well, but how does not voting for Biden and making sure that a crew that will make it exponentially worse help you? It, when you're a kid, yeah. you, you are allowed to have, we're all emotional, but then you have to tailor your emotional responses with a game plan to work for you. And third-party yep. voting and vote, voter protest. Yeah. No, you're making, <laughs> yeah. You're, you are making very good points. I unfortunately have too many buttons on my vest, and I don't mean to make so much noise over your very excellent no, points. No, and the, the reason I made that analogy, Stephen Fry was in the Monk debates with uh, Michael Eric Dyson, with Jordan Peterson, and he had said famously a quote that he loved, that when you're in a chess uh, uh, game, the best chess move is not always the smartest chess move. The best chess move is to make the move 
that your opponent least expects. Yeah. And the, the, uh, the move that our opponent, Netanyahu, Putin, Trump, the move that they least expect is that we would say, you know what? We're still voting for Biden. Yeah. No matter what you throw at us to try to divide us, yeah. we're committed to defeating you. Then we'll talk about how to get things right in all of the areas that affect not just the Middle East, that affect women's rights, that affect climate change, Everything. that yep. affect forgiving student loans, that affect getting people signed up for free Medicare. We can address it if we have the right foothold on our way up the mountain. That's right. If we slip Jody, and fall, then we all die. That, and that's what you. voting uncommitted is. It's reaching for a toehold that's not there. And that's don't, what they want you to do. Don't do what they want you to do. Don't stand up in the lifeboat. You'll fall off the mountain into kill a the bees. beehive. You yep. kill all the bees. I'll throw them all together. I don't know. It's Maybe one of them is going to land with these people. I like them all. What's for breakfast, Jody? Biden. No, that Cajun food. James Carville. <laughs> Suppose that Biden appointed his granddaughter to be head of the DNC and instructed her to funnel all of the money to Hunter Biden's defense fund. You think yeah. these people want to be stolen from? Uh, that, 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 that's the long and short of it. The yeah. people that give Trump money yeah. or the RNC money are begging to be stolen from. And Trump is going to accommodate them. I just, I've lost sympathy for people, people's willingness to be grifted. One more, James Carville. They're very blunt and very upfront about what they're doing. So if people want to give Trump money, then go ahead and give it to them. But I know there are a lot of Republicans, they're friends of mine from my days in Washington, who think that Trump is siphoning off all of the money from the congressional candidates, the Senate candidates, the gubernatorial candidates, and you know yep. something, they're right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Don't tell you them. You said okay. it out loud. You're not supposed to let them know. Please put Laura Trump over there. Please steal every dollar you can get. Every one of these Republican state parties, Michigan, Arizona, all over the country, all falling apart, fighting with each other, underfunded. We have the advantage, Jen. Thank yep. you. It's Republicans that are in disarray. Yep. And of course you knew they were going to spin last night as, oh, it's Democrats, Biden doomed, blah, blah, blah. One last yep. one, James. Small donors often said two-thirds. Did I hear that right? He's yeah. losing consistently 40% of the vote in the primaries. He is weak. He is weak. Mm -hmm. And we have to, to not have this exaggerated view. And we have to take advantage of his weakness. We have to make it weaker. And that I, what it means... I'm not entirely certain, but it don't mean anything good. What does it mean when you, you, your opponents are getting 40% in your own primary, when you're a former president? It doesn't mean anything good. I can promise you. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. yep. As long as we vote, right, Carlos? That's as we keep saying. It's just as long as we keep our heads down. And, oh, vote, I'm sorry. My vests are yeah. obscuring my blue. vote blue t-shirt. Are we done yeah. with the vest joke now? Yes. I don't yes. want to re-traumatize you. I have like six more. I can... <laughs> Okay. Do you have any one with fishing lures on it? <laughs> I think that's what this is. I'm not sure yeah. what all this is. It's okay. a flare. I think that's a butt plug. I'm not sure what this is. Okay. <laughs> 20 minutes after the they hour. They drawer knobs. They do. The kitchen knobs. Yeah, they do. Yes, it's, it is like Jill Weinbank's brooch uh, door, <laughs> jewelry drawer exploded. <laughs> and I happen to be standing there. Yeah. Okay. 20 minutes after. some shrapnel. <laughs> yes. I pulled this stuff up from the bottom of the river. <laughs> 20 minutes. I do look like I've taken incoming shrapnel. Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. 20 minutes after. Remember Sexy Liberal Fight Club? That was fun. Uh -huh. Yeah, I pretended that uh, Jill Weinbank stabbed me in the face with a, with a pin. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. The only place in America where dissent is still allowed. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
Stephanie Miller. Seth, the homo of hope. You're on with Carlos. Hello, Seth. Hello, homo, shomo, Jody, Jody, and Carlos over there on Vagina Island. Um, <laughs> yes. So I think you guys are burying the lead, and I think like this whole controversy between Gaza and Israel, I think the most important story of today, February 28, 2024, is that today you, Stephanie Miller, have outnumbered Cher for the most costume changes yeah, in a singular show. And if we all can't come together thank and you. vote for you to get a Mackey Award or something, thank you. Then, <laughs> then I lose hope. So my hope is that we all unite and make sure this happens. Thank you. I think I, I would be more likely to get on, what is that show, Fashion Disaster or Fashion, fashion <laughs> Police? Victim or something. Fashion, fashion Police. Do you believe something. in love after vests? <laughs> All right. Not with dudes. <laughs> oh, you know what? We might as well double Seth in Los Angeles. Hi, Seth. The home of Phil. Yes. 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 So is, this is the first time I have followed. Uh, well, I'm his doppelganger, actually. So I'm quite honored for your selection. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Carlos. Yes. Stephanie. Chris. Hi. Jody. Yes. Why must present, we always present. do the heavy lifting against the media? I why? Know. I know. Why, why, why? I know. Let's, let's pretend for a moment that we're uninformed voters, okay? okay? And yeah. we looked at the results last night, and we don't understand it's a protest vote against Biden. We have no idea. We actually think that 25% of the Democratic electorate can't decide between Marianne Williamson and <laughs> Joe Biden right now, so they're uncommitted. Okay? Right. right. Even if that were the truth, yes. uncommitted is not a vote against the right. candidate. Biden is still part of uncommitted. Right. So this yeah. narrative is, it's insane. Yes. It, it's driving me crazy and I'll drive my husband crazy and he'll tell me to turn off the radio. Okay. I can't stand it. No, don't do that. Well, he would, that would be a very bad advice. Um, Mary Williamson only lost by uh, 78 points to right. Joe Biden. What's your point? That, that she has no path? <laughs> That, that, that the media is comparing Trump's it's, loss to an actual candidate. I hear you. Stephanie, it's just a flesh wound. Come back, you coward. It's not a coronation, Stephanie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Carlos. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's, it's not, not a coronation. I should remember the coronation song from, from, from Frozen, but I, you know how what did I... I yeah. <laughs> you know what I think we only... The only thing we need for a campaign ad is Tommy Tuberville talking about IVF. That's oh, all we need. Tommy. Let's just air that over and over oh, again. Oh, we will talk Tommy. about that with Carlos next. You are back and forth on this issue. Do you support the Supreme Court's decision? I support that. People that want to have IVF, I support them 100%. Okay, but that's not what the Supreme Court's decision is allowing at this I point. I know, but the, the state's getting ready to pass a law in Alabama that it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Senator Football McDumb. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Tommy uh, Tuberville, who has no idea what IVF is or uh, anything to do with Lady Bits. Nope. Here's uh, 
but still there are women that are left in the balance. I just came back from Alabama. I talked to one woman. She's on her last embryo transfer. It was scheduled for tomorrow. And now she has to start all over. Is that acceptable yeah. to you? Well, not really. Now, I want everybody, if they want kids, they can't have it. Uh, and that's the only way they can have it. I want them to be able to use that. So is this the wrong move by the Alabama Supreme, Supreme Court? Supreme Court. Yeah. And that's the reason the state legislature is going to go back and pass a law where it's, it's legal. So to be clear, you believe it's the wrong move? Wrong move by the Supreme Court. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, Carlos! Okay. They are just right. trying to twist themselves mm -hmm. into pretzels. Yeah. Like yeah. obviously, when he was first interviewed, he's like, "I'm all for that. They're all I think there should be more children." And she's like, "Well, that's what IVF does." And he's like, well, uh, um. "So now he's gotten the talking point, right? right that this is wildly politically unpopular. So it, now they're uh, but, IVF irritable bowel syndrome, <laughs> where people just can't pronounce words correctly. I'm all for that against." people pronouncing words incorrectly <laughs> but here we go again senate conservatives are signaling they will block wednesday's planned democratic bid to enshrine protections for in vitro fertilization into federal law uh they're calling ivf here they go again states rights issue boy they just go back and forth on that don't they um tammy it's uh tammy duckworth's bill um it, she's planning to seek unanimous consent but they've just you know carlos they are on the wildly politically unpopular side of every issue yeah, I was like, well, how do we get more white babies to get born but not piss off the Christian nationalist women but make them happier but fuddle with their insides? And what do we do with this whole uterus egg-storing stuff? All right, one more. Representative Max Rose. Say I'm not a, a member of an organized political party. I'm a Democrat. So those days are long gone. Of course, Speaker Pelosi had a razor thin margin and was able to successfully advance out of the House monumental legislation. And literally the Republican caucus with a similar margin couldn't organize themselves out of a paper box. By the way, uh, speaking of which, that wasn't even the only time Tommy Tuberville stepped in it this week. He uh, tweeted thoughts on crime in New York. Mm -hmm. uh, Hope Joe Biden enjoyed going out for ice cream in New York City while the rest of the city is afraid of crime and migrants. Well, about 11 billion people tweeted back at him. New York City's homicide rate is 4.8 per 100,000. Alabama, the home state of Senator Tuberville, has a homicide rate three times higher, 15.9 mm -hmm. per 100,000. Yeah. This just yep. keeps backfiring on them, this whole, you know, blue states and crime thing, right? Yo, yeah, and Steve Hofstetter, brilliant comedian, put it out. And actually, you can research it. The, the most dangerous city for violent crime is Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one more, Max Rose, before we... So it, it's, they are totally disorganized. They can't get their act together. And that's also being reflected in these electoral results. Time and again, there's a really strong electoral block that wants nothing to do with MAGA-based extremism. That block is in the Republican Party. That block is in independence. And that block is, of course, amongst swing voters. Carlos, funny you bring up Alaska because I think we were saying earlier that Lauren Boebert's family is sort of like the Palins with all the class. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah. the classless version of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Her son has been arrested again. Oh, Isn't he the one that has a, a girlfriend who's pregnant or did yes. just have a baby? Yes, she became a grandmother at 36. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, pardon me? <laughs> okay. Uh, her 18 year old son, Tyler. Hey, your what? grandma's got her hand on some guy's crotch at a play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't gotten to that. Just thought I'd yet. call you. 
was arrested is facing 22 charges, including several felonies uh, relating to a string of crimes in her Colorado district. <coughs> yes, this is the Delia story of her. Pardon? Her old district or her new district? Probably her old district. Who can say? Whether know. the one she's carpetbagging to or right. the other. I don't know. She's going to lose. She's going to lose no matter The what. new one as well. But anyway, okay. Uh, criminal possession of a financial device. Four counts of criminal possession of ID documents. Criminal wow. trespass. ID theft. Contributing to the delinquency of a minor. That's probably the girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Which Lauren Boebert has. That's kind of a family tradition. Mm-hmm. As she, you know, gave a guy a handy J in a theater full of kids mm-hmm. yeah. at Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the past year has seen Bobert's ex-husband Jason arrested twice, the issuance of a restraining order, and her getting handsy with another man in that's a, a local theater. That. That's a That's a nice <laughs> that's a news nice way, way to handsy. <laughs> Hal Sparks once called my mom handsy, though. So I just say Very handsy. <laughs> LBJ was handsy In his defense, mom. my mom yes. was a little handsy. Pardon? L- LBJ was handsy with your yeah, mom. Yeah, well, you know, that's what I'm just saying. It's just, it's a vicious cycle, Chris. Okay, all right. People okay. like to reach out and touch people. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. I bet your mom had a nice ass. That's right. Charles in Miami. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Well, uh, Cr- Charles in Miami, you're on with Carlos. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Steph? How you doing, Chuck Carlos? Um, Good. Well, one thing that one thing that's different because I've you know watched politics all the way from Ronald Reagan. Um, with the corporate Republicans, there's no way they would let a Nikki Haley still stay in the race. And also leaves like um, you know expose Trump to as far as you know all of these voters that don't really want to vote for him, and and to me it's like they would come with the smoke and the mirrors all the way all the way to November and say how strong he is, but you know because it's Trump's party right now and there are no corporate Republicans running the show, I think they're letting Nikki run without the big opposition that they would have um, had against her. And it's just like unveiling this Republican Party in this particular race uh, for 24, is, you know, exposing Trump that he's not really that strong, you know, right now. Yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not a d- surprise this is Trump's party. They are just a big ball of dysfunction and chaos. And the, the mainstream media just does not cover it. You know, it, it, this is not like, oh, we might get have a shutdown again because both sides, blah, blah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean. It's I, like a scab that just got worse and worse and worse. Right. You know, they should have impeached and convicted Trump twice mm-hmm. uh, for Ukraine yeah. and then for. Yeah. My brother, my brother. Someone and I, said that, like Mitch McConnell. You brought this on yourselves. Yeah. You had so many off ramps with Donald Trump, and you didn't you just take let them. The, the cancer grow. You just let the tumor get bigger, and it's ugly and it's gross and it's it eating your tumor. party. And it we tried to warn you. We tried to say you got to remove the tumor. It, no, it, no, it no, is a tumor. Right. It's a tumor of every kind. It's a now tumor. It's, it, it is a tumor. Consider the But divorce. we were discussing. My brother said, Can you, "There's never been a head of state, a head of state that resisted a peaceful transfer of power mm-hmm. yeah. and tried to sell a sneaker." To pay their legal bills. Yeah, that's the fraud <laughs> You can't. <laughs> They're imagine. fraud and raping. I'm like, I, I mean, okay. Mike Judge is like, man, I should have put that in idiocracy. A head of state tries to sell sneakers to I know, sell off his I legal know. bills. Damn, I, I should have put that in the script. So I, this meeting with Mike Johnson was apparently very heated. Mitch McConnell, he had to come out by himself. No yeah. one would even come out with him. Not even uh, McConnell. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. When Mitch McConnell distances himself from you, and that takes a while because he moves super slow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll, I just don't agree with you, and I'm going to go my own way. <laughs> don't forget I'm to going write. my own way. Okay. I'm on my way. Here I go. <laughs> President yesterday. 
on this very topic, the president and President Biden. The first thing they do, dictators do, is they disregard whatever the rule of law is. They just disregard it. Here's the guy who says he wants to, he thinks he can change the Constitution and ignore it. Just ignore portions of the Constitution. Here's the guy who talks about retribution. Yeah, uh, went on to say. Thousands of people who stormed the Capitol, stormed the Capitol. They're insurrectionists. Two cops died. Mm -hmm. Other people were badly hurt. And what did he say? They got convicted and or they pled guilty. And he said they're patriots. God, patriots. And he says he's going to forgive them all. He's going to, he's going to, every one of them is going to be released. What is, I mean, that, that, that's what happens in Eastern European countries. Mm -hmm. That's not what happens in America. I love when he, uh, you, you can tell he's uh, trying to push down his inner De Niro like you yeah. are. Well, he knows yeah. he was on television, so he knows better. <laughs> <laughs> he wants yeah. to call him a <laughs> yeah. like he has does in private. But yeah, here's a long pause in this one. Hang on. The idea that he said the, the Congress wants to pass an overwhelmingly uh, a, a, a border provision that would allow us to control the border. First bill ever introduced call for that. And here they're saying he's saying, no, don't do that because that'll help Biden. Help Biden. It's about not about Biden. It's about the United States of America. And look, it just. I don't want to get started. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I heard in my head? <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't hear your audio feed from very well. Oh, what I'm he's saying, but uh -oh. yeah, um, yeah. When you have no policy, that that's all you can do is just attack somebody's age. And I will say this: I had some enlightenment from our friend Tom Kenny, who said that. And granted, times are different because we have more social media and people are meaner. He said FDR was in a wheelchair and nodding off when he was mm -hmm. yeah. negotiating with Churchill. Yeah. So the fact that somebody's faculties were compromised uh, really shouldn't matter. And I did say, but it is context. That was the, the late 30s, 40s or whatever. And now it's much more mean yeah. so that you sort of have was... to prove your vibrant, vibrancy yeah, a little bit and more. Lawrence O'Donnell but that was a good point by Tom. And, and I'll t point Lawrence taken. O'Donnell talked about this that he was active was it Roosevelt was actively dying like yeah. somebody died like two months after the inauguration but he, you know I mean uh, still negotiated a great you know but they hid f all of that from the public yeah so. of course and you could also argue that Obama was extremely vibrant and had 293 days to get a Supreme Court justice so his vibrancy had nothing to do exactly. with them yeah. denying him a Supreme Court well, justice. I keep saying, uh, Carlos, this isn't going to be about Biden's memory. This election is going to be about our Americans' short-term memory that we don't remember what yeah. a disaster, top to bottom, the Trump administration was. And it's going to go one, away. COVID is going to go away in April like a miracle. Zero cases. Mark my words. God, remember that the Easter miracle. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Mike Johnson says uh, Biden must issue an executive order to address the southern border just days after scoffing at the claims that the president was considering using his executive authority, calling those election year gimmicks. I mean, they just think we have no memory at all that they're the ones that just voted against the border security bill that they're yep. now calling a catastrophe and an emergency and whatever. And it, it, now he, it literally this is last week. He said, oh, that's a gimmick. And now he's saying Biden is screwing up by not using mm -hmm. an executive order. I mean, and then, you know, the minute he does, they'll go like, oh, dictator. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, they're trying, that's their chess move, right? Trying to force policy on just us. And maybe Biden should take debate and make that move, which they don't expect to do it because they think it would poll incorrectly. But again, if, if Biden did uh, issue an executive order, we as voters who may be quote unquote offended by that and be uncommitted about that just say, no, I don't care if he d even does that and we have some feelings about that. We're still not going to make Mike Johnson happy. 
That should be our goal, yeah. is to piss off Mike Johnson, to piss off Trump and Putin, to raise the big middle finger and just like, no matter what you do, we are still going to vote for Joe Biden. Yep. That's, all, that's all we have to do, or vote for the Democratic candidate thank you. who has the best chance oh. to stop your devil leader. Vote blue no matter who? Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yes, Hi. that's what we should be committed to. Hi, Leslie in Long Beach. Hello. Hey, everybody. Um, hope I can get this out correctly. Um, first of all, I shouldn't call in when Carlos is on because he says something hilarious as I'm listening, and then I completely forget what I called about. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, what's kind of terrifying right now is, is thinking back to Khrushchev's statement back in 1956 when he said that, yep. you know, Russia was going to take the United States from within without shooting a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. And I watch on TV and I hear conversations where this Putin sympathy is kind of terrifying. They don't understand who he is. They don't understand his history and how he really wants to rebuild the old Soviet Union. That's his goal. I think it's worse. I think they do understand. I mean, what they they don't, they didn't hear the Navalny story. They didn't like, I mean, you know, they do know exactly who he is. It's yeah, I I think so. But I, but I do think that, you know, when, um, when they say that, you know, Zelensky is a corrupt elitist and, you know, we shouldn't have anything to fear with Putin and they, they don't get history. They don't read books about autocracy and things like this. And it's, it's, terrifying yeah the i thing mean about those people who have that sympathy is we're not going to get them back no some of them are lost and carlos i i maintain that donald trump has never let a bo- read a book i think he paid people to read books maybe mind conf yeah. maybe that was That's it. i yeah. started to read out of the deal but then i got off the toilet quicker than i thought i must have done something right with my diet i couldn't read more than half a page <laughs> 48 minutes after the hour back with the remaining moments coffee with carlos on the stephanie miller show the station where the handbasket to hell leaves from. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Damien in York, Pennsylvania says, uh, after Steph's joke about the Red Sea, I'm wondering how long it will take before she makes a Crimson Tide joke, especially since it wouldn't shock me if Alabama banned uh, tampons in the near future. Oh, yeah. Roll like Tide, big time. Roll Tide means something totally different. And Okay. Hey, this is funny. I mentioned Lauren Boebert. She just posted about uh, the Biden crime family right before her son got arrested. <laughs> I just read on Twitter what the uh, Democrats, Raskin and Swalwell, are doing. They're just letting you know what's going on behind closed doors right. and what a clown show it is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the Republicans can think they can circumvent their way out, around yeah. it. They're, they're just... See, I think people more than ever, Carlos, see them. They know they're the ones that voted down the border deal. They know this. they will own this shutdown uh-huh. if this happens. Yep. Uh, Christopher, who said... Uh, President Biden shares the goal of many of the folks who voted uncommitted, which is to end the violence and a just and lasting peace. This is what he is working towards. Rocco Wallaby. Oh, it's a Biden. Spunky. Official. Bucky. Um, Can I just say, Carlos, I've said before, why must comedians do everything? I thought this, I was going to make a guess the quote. I'll just tell you because you're sick. It's Jon Stewart. Okay. I just, you know, again, I feel like this is kind of above all of our pay grades. We're all talking out our ass. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, we should do this or this or this. Netanyahu could do this or we could do this. To, you know, diplomacy like is hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
John Stewart said, starting now, no preconditions, no earned trust, no partners for peace. Israel stops bombing. Hamas releases the hostages. The Arab countries who claim Palestine is their top priority come in and form a demilitarized zone between Israel and a free Palestinian state. The Saudis, Egypt, UAW, Qatar, Jordan, they all form a NATO arrangement guaranteeing security for both sides. Obviously, they won't call it NATO. It's the Middle East Treaty. It's Meadow. Meadow. Did- <laughs> uh. Um, uh, obviously, I've not worked out this exact verbiage, but anything is better than the cluster cycle we have now because honestly what's the alternative i mean you know any idea at this point i feel like i mean there are bad ideas when people say there's no such thing as a bad idea there is a lot of oh yeah ideas but there's a lot of bad ideas yeah going forward what are we going to do you know you look at the history and who's there first and all those kinds of historical things that happen it you you really can't go back and Stuart's right you have to legislate or you have to solve going forward yeah i all I know, we know, is that Donald Trump would be exactly the wrong, <laughs> the, the bad idea. I'm moving to it any from Tel problem. I'm moving Donald the capital Trump. right into the West Bank. We're building a brand new whaling wall. There's going to be a sailing wall. <laughs> There's going to be a flailing wall where you could just flail your arms around. It's going to be fantastic. Okay. Uh, Lindsey Graham's congratulations for Donald Trump last night on his Michigan primary spurred outrage on social media. Uh, he tweeted, it's clear to me the Republican Party faithful are behind President Trump in all corners of the country. It's time to move on to the general election. Um, one Twitter user said, those aren't faithful. They're scared. I remember when you called him a race-baiting, xenophobic bigot. You are a spineless coward. Uh, another uh, Twitter user said, we will not unite behind him or you. He has destroyed the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I, yeah, go ahead. I just want to see Trump make their heads explode. All right, we're selling this in wonderful, incredible reusable recyclable straw never get a plastic straw again get your maga straw with my name on it <laughs> what are we supposed to do man i don't want to save no turtles <laughs> you know once again as we keep saying it's the republican party that is in disarray just this one story a heckler at the main michigan primary watch party for uh trump was uh, shut down by a republican lawmaker who quickly delivered uh uh this hot take january 6th was bad this is representative peter meyer republican uh-huh. of michigan um someone heckled him you impeach trump he yelled back i did because january 6th was bad and you know what i think we would have had better victories in november of 22 had we not gone down that path yep uh it, but then he went on to say we cannot let them be the victors in this civil war so he's calling <laughs> He's calling it even civil war with Democrats, right. even though he's, you know, trying to justify that. It, it, I mean, the fact that they have to justify what we all saw on tape, that January 6th was an insurrection, is just astounding. Yeah, like I said, hey, Timothy Bay was calm and collected in that Ryder rental office. Why don't they show that? Yeah, exactly. Why don't they show Timothy taking out his ID and his driver's license and calmly placing them on the counter and say, may I please have this Ryder truck? Why don't they show that video? What the Christ. All right. Carlos, go do a lot. Go do a lot check. Just do it. I'm going to do a lot check. You mother, you sons of scratches, you punk, you dog, you scum. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Is that him drowning at the end of Cape Fear? Oh, Bye, Carlos. Goodbye, Robert. See you tomorrow.